Hey, you guys at the back, good morning. Are we up there? Wonderful. It's great to see the kids here. Okay, children. I mean those under sort of 13, not those under 60. Okay, kids, just stand up where you are. I want to see you guys because it's great to have you. Where, where are we? We've got some over here. Woo, give us a wave, kids. Those at the back. Okay, it's great to see you. And um, you can sit down for a moment. Uh, as we go through this morning, there may be some images come up uh, that you might recognize. Uh, but I want to start by asking you a question that I've been thinking about over the last a uh, few weeks, really. Uh, it should be up on... Is it up on the screen behind me? Yeah. Oh, well done, Hannah. Give Hannah an amazing round of applause on the tech over there. Okay. Uh, the question behind me, okay, what does a Christian look like? When I say Christian, what sort of image pops into your head? Um, what sort of image pops into other people's heads? Um, I, I was interested in that, so I did a search on Google. I typed in the word Christian person, and these images were the top images that came up. Now, some of them took me by surprise. I have to admit that. Uh, but that's exactly what came up, top images in, in Google. So um, I'm not making any comments on any of them. Uh, and then I found another image online that was drawn by a Sunday school student. Okay, the teacher, Sunday school teacher asked the student, uh, what does a Christian look like? And uh, this is what it was, some nice trendy hairstyle there. Okay, straight red hair, shouting out, I love God, holding a cross, I get that. I ain't got a clue what the banana's about. Um, on that image. If anybody has any idea, then tell me why a Christian um, holds a banana. Thank you. I knew somebody would have an answer, Marion. Well done. Um, of course, I, I think most of us in this room would recognize that uh, Christians don't come in any certain shape or size. You know, I'm looking at the second row here right now, and, and such a variety of, of hairstyles, of ages, of, uh, I was going to say sizes, but some of you guys may take that the wrong way. Um, we come in different shapes and, and uh, personalities, and of course, it's not what it looks like on the outside. Um, what I want to do this morning is show you some images and just talk about what does a Christian look like on the inside. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to show you one of Bancoli's operations, okay, when I say that. I'm not talking about that type of inside. Uh, what does a Christian look like on the inside? I've got three things. Some of you guys will recognize some of these pictures. Um, so the first thing that a Christian should look like is a sheep, okay? Here's the, the verse of Scripture. There's Timmy. Everybody wave at Timmy. Yay. Okay. This is Jesus speaking, okay? His sheep follow him because they know his voice. John chapter 10, verse 40. Now, many years ago when I was growing up in, in church, I used to hear that we were all like sheep. And a lot of people use that wonderful verse in Isaiah 53, I think, isn't it? We all like sheep have gone astray. And I, I used to hear people say, you know, God describes us like sheep because we're a bit stupid. And we, we, we wander off and, and that sort of stuff and we make a mess and we get lost. Now, I understand that that's a biblical image of a sheep. But actually, this is something very different to, to that. Jesus isn't saying we're like sheep because we're stupid and wander, wandering off. Actually, Jesus says a Christian should be like a sheep because a sheep has the ability to follow. Yeah, we look at the opposite we need to be like sheep because we don't have the ability just to wander off, but we actually have the ability to follow the shepherd. Jesus says this, whoever hears my voice and follows me, they are like a sheep. So I've got a question for you. As a Christian, do you look like a sheep 
on the inside. When was the last time you actually heard the voice of the shepherd? When did you hear the last time that he brought direction into your life? When was the last time that you perhaps heard him challenge a little bit of your thoughts or your lifestyle? When was the last time you heard him speak a word of encouragement into you? And, and at that point in time, once you heard it, when did you actually follow? When did you obey? In short, are you actually looking like a sheep or is that sheep side of you? perhaps become a little bit dull in recent years. Challenge, are you like a sheep with the ability to follow on the inside? The second thing I think that a Christian should look like is a soldier, okay? There's a Lego soldier. Who likes Lego? Come on, big kids, put your hand up if you like Lego as well. I love Lego. I went to their house, okay? They've got some amazing, Stuart and Sandra, they've got some amazing Lego models in their conservatory, haven't you? The, was it the Death Star? Oh, I would love a Death Star Lego. Okay, I, you might. Anyway, not going there. Be quiet, James. A soldier Lego, okay? And you're suffering along with me as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. That's what the Apostle Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse... 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 3, sorry. Now, a soldier is known for two things. They are known for courage and they are known for obedience. Obedience and courage. One thing I really want to say here, just as a side note, you know, when Jesus in the Bible talks about us being soldiers, he's not talking about any sense of violent struggle, whether that's either physical or with our words, because we can be violent with our words as well. Uh, he's not talking about that. There's no place for violence, either verbal or physical, in, the, in the, the Christian faith, in the spreading of the gospel. But we are called to be soldiers who courageously obey the, our commanding officer, who is Jesus. Soldiers who walk into dark places share the light of Christ in a really courageous and a powerful way. Um, we, we call that mission in some ways. Now, I know there are some really great missional people out there, but for me, I actually find mission quite scary. Anybody with me? We can be honest in church. Okay, I actually find mission quite scary. And, and I find the mission across my street a lot more scary than I find mission in another country. Okay, um, I, I, I get really scared about people. Okay, give me a pulpit and a crowd. Fine, give me one person. I freak out. Um, that's just me. But as soldiers, courageously obeying the call to mission. It takes courage to go into the world. You know, it takes courage to pray for the sick and to see them healed. It, it takes, I'm not being insensitive when I say this, because I know the stuff in the church, okay. But it takes courage to pray for the dead and see them raised as well. Uh, and that's exactly what Jesus commands us to do. It takes courage to go to new places and to share the light of Christ. It takes courage to pray against the forces of darkness and take our stand in a, our personal lives and with our families. And uh, Marion was speaking a while ago about fighting for your families. Uh, it just popped back into my head. Maybe some of us need to start fighting for our families again this morning because we are not called just to be sheep. We're actually called to be soldiers who take a firm, courageous stand for Jesus in our personal lives, in our families, in our jobs, and there to proclaim the great kingdom of God. So here's a question for you. When was the last time you were actually courageous for your commander-in-chief? 
When was the last time that you found something just a little bit scary that you knew you ought to do for God, but you were just a little bit scared and you backed off? Or when was the last time when you were a little bit scared and said, actually, I'm a courageous soldier for Jesus and I'm going to push through into that and I'm going to be a soldier in my full armor and I'm going to take the fight to the enemy and I'm going to see Jesus as the conquering king in this situation. I'm not going to allow the forces of darkness to stand against me, but rather I'm going to pound on the gates of hell and I'm going to see some victory for Jesus in my personal life. When was the last time that happened? You know, sometimes perhaps a soldier bit of us gets a little bit dull over time. I want to say to you, if, if you haven't been scared about doing something for Jesus in the last few months or years, maybe it's time to find a challenge and to be a soldier for Jesus. So we're called to be sheep. We need to be, look like soldiers on the inside as well. Here's the, the final one. Okay, oh, there's Charlie Brown. Who remembers Charlie Brown the first time Charlie Brown came on? Yeah, okay, Charlie Brown. Um, it is enough for students to be like their teachers. We not only need to look like soldiers and sheep, we actually need to look like students um, as well. Now, there's a saying that I've heard uh, that says this, you never stop learning. Anybody else heard that? Okay, good. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true for this reason, okay? I, I think it's true that you never stop having lessons in life. Okay, I think it's true that God never stops taking us into places where he wants to teach us things. Life continually throwing stuff at us that, that are lessons for us. Uh, we continually hearing sermons or reading books. We're continually taking lessons. But a student is not somebody who sits through a lesson. A student is actually somebody who learns from the lesson. And there's a big difference between that. You know, how many times have we heard sermons, perhaps even this morning, or we've read books and we've been to lectures and we've attended lessons and we've sat through them, we've heard, we've read, we've even understood with our heads, but we've walked out exactly the same. That is not learning. That is just sitting in a lesson. When was the last time we actually learned something new from God that had an impact in our lives? Because that is what marks us as a student. When was the last time you didn't just take a lesson, but you said, I'm really going to learn something from this lesson. This is going to change my character. It's going to change my knowledge. It's going to change my lifestyle. And I'm going to become more like Jesus as a result. You know, and that's the um, evidence of a student. Not how much we know, how much like Jesus we become. And uh, I was just reading something yesterday in my Bible, not going to elaborate on this, and I, I actually made a tweet. I don't tweet very often. Um, but I just reading something, this thought came, becoming like Jesus is not just about becoming like him in humility and service. It's actually also becoming like him in power and authority. It's about becoming like Jesus in everything that he has and not just focusing one on, on one or two attributes of Christ. So as... Christians, we should look like students on the inside. And you know, I, I want to say this because I know we have all different levels of intellectual ability and educational achievement in the room. You know, it doesn't matter whether we view ourselves as super clever or super the other way. 
I want to say this, the knowledge that God gives to us as students is not received through our head. It, it says this, that the Spirit will teach you all things. Okay, knowledge of God is received by the impartation of God, the Holy Spirit. So it doesn't matter where you are in any other way, uh, educationally or intellectually, but we need to look like students. So as I said, I've been thinking a little bit about this over the last few weeks, and um, I've come to a couple of conclusions. I've come to a conclusion that, for me, I'm often more comfortable of describing myself or using one of those examples than perhaps some of the others. I'm quite happy to look at myself as a sheep and as a student, because that's where I am. But as I said earlier, you know, the soldier bit just really gets me sometimes. Other people are a little bit different because their, their personality, character, you know, they're great militant people. I'm a soldier for Jesus and I'm going to fight and I'm going to go on mission and I'm going to take the ground from the enemy. Uh, but you want me to learn? I, I'm struggling at learning here, struggling at becoming like Christ. Uh, there are other people who perhaps, yeah, I, I love to learn. I love to learn from the Bible. I love to learn from God. Um, but actually, I, I struggle to translate that into following Jesus. You know, Jesus didn't just call us to be one of these things. He actually called us to be all of them. So I've got a final question for you. Is there any of these areas of your life that are perhaps not as sharp as what they should be? Perhaps you feel like you're a sheep, but you don't know much. Perhaps you feel like you're a soldier, but struggle to follow. You see, Christ did not make us a timid sheep, an ignorant soldier, or a wandering learner. He actually made us to be a courageous, knowledgeable follower of Jesus. Not one, all three. Let's bow our heads. Maybe, could we just have some keys, just for a moment? I just want us to just briefly think, you know, in my life right now, is there any one of those things that perhaps needs to raise up to a new level? I'm perhaps fine at being a sheep and a sol soldier, but am I really a student? And uh, we're just going to pray. We're just going to ask God to help us to be all of these things, not just one or all of them. Do you want to stand and stand with me because this applies to me? Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, God, we thank you because you made us to be complete in Christ. Not just one little thing in our lives, but everything. Lord, we thank you that you want us to be your followers in every single aspect of our day-to-day -day living. Thank you, God, that you give us courage through the Holy Spirit and boldness when we receive him. Thank you, God, that you want to input your wisdom and revelation into our lives. And right now, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that every one of us would come to that place where we're not just a sheep, not just a soldier, not just a student, but where we are courageous, knowledgeable followers of Jesus in every way. So God, I pray, give us a heart of sheep to follow you.
Give us courage to fight for you. Bring impartation that we might know you and that we might live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.